All right, guys. I know everybody's been waiting on me to podcast this week. I didn't podcast overall. I didn't do any of the other releases I planned on doing this week. But we are going to get our AEW Dynamite fix in. And it's huge because the opening contest of the night was Hangman Adam Page taking on Warlord. And Hangman Adam Page, keeping my prediction dreams alive, just beat Warlord and is heading on to the next round of the tournament. We also have the town hall meeting tonight with Jericho and MJF. We'll have Matt Slidell tonight on AEW Dynamite taking on Eddie Kingston, as well as a few other matches such as Hangman's former tag team partner Kenny Omega taking on Penta in another tournament match tonight to find out who moves on, as well as we're about to get a package from John Moxley talking about his future I Quit match against Eddie Kingston at full gear. Guys, it's going to be an action-packed AEW Dynamite. It's been an action-packed day here for us as Hurricane Zeta's bearing down on southeast Louisiana. We're getting some of the brunt of the storm. If I don't get this podcast out tonight, December 28th, it'll come out as soon as possible. Or I said December. It's October. We were, we were talking about Christmas earlier. That's what threw me off. It's October 28th. We're just, what, two days away from Halloween, and here I am saying December. I've, I'm trying to rush through the intro for this, talking about how Hangman Page just handed Warlord his ass with two buckshot lariats with an awesome victory for Hangman Page, a dominant victory in real cowboy fashion as he's doing some cowboy shit. Ain't that right? All right. So uh, Hangman Adam Page picks up the victory to move on. We're getting a package with with Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, talking about their match, things like that. But, uh, guys, we'll be moving right along. I'll be back and forth throughout the show to put segments in for you guys. I hope you all enjoy AEW Dynamite tonight. I might actually do a watch-along with the Cody versus Orange Cassidy match tonight and call the action as it's live right there in Daly's place, um, depending on weather, of course, as we are getting some hurricane force winds and gusts right now around our area. But, um We'll be back shortly with some more AEW Dynamite as Eddie Kingston makes his way to the ring to take on his opponent, Matt Slidell. So we're back with the second contest of the evening being Eddie Kingston taking on Matt Slidell, or Slidell, however you want to say it. Eddie Kingston did pick up the victory using that submission hold that he used on John Moxley a few weeks back. And after the match, he would not break the hold. They had to, you know, ring the bell several times, forcefully get him off of him. Butcher and Blade and uh, the bunny got in the ring to get him off. He was just sending a direct message to John Moxley that he's not going to give up. And then we popped to a segment where Excalibur, the goof under the hood that does commentary, got insulted by the Young Bucks, which was hilarious. And uh, FTR and Tully setting up, they did a interview segment. FTR finally sent themselves on their way as they got tired of listening to the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks just said that if they do not beat FTR, if they do not beat FTR at full gear on November 7th, they will never, ever, ever challenge for the AEW Tag Team Championship again if they do not defeat FTR. So we'll see how it all boils down as FTR will take on the young bucks at full gear and the you know if they lose they won't ever challenge for the titles again that's what they said and they also said they do not apologize for super kicking all the motherfuckers in the face and I don't blame them so it is what it is guys it is what it is so AEW's rolling right along ready for the next contest to get rolling 
not really a big advocate for Eddie Kingston, so I don't I don't understand why they're giving this guy a push. You know, a lot of people say he's an old indie legend, and I don't I don't know him as an old indie legend. I don't even know him at all. He he was a no name to me when he came onto the scene in NWA. So it is what it is. As uh, Eddie Kingston picked up the victory, and we're moving right along with AEW tonight at the uh, Daly's Place Arena. So as we're watching AEW Dynamite and the town hall has now started between Jericho and MJF, we've seen questions from Luchasaurus questions from uh, a number of different folks. And now we've got Mr. Eric Bischoff out here asking questions, literally having a town hall somewhat like the presidential debate that we've had or the presidential debates that we've had. So, but it, it's amazing that Mr. Tony Schiavone and the young lady that are playing mediators here and the people that are asking the questions, and of course, MJF and Chris Jericho, have more decency and respect and mannerisms to use than our own presidential candidates when they have their debate. This has been a fairly entertaining segment. Now, I can't remember who asked the question after Luchasaurus and things like that. But uh, here we go. Jericho and MJF are to that point, and they are talking about uh, what it would take to join for MJF to join the inner circle. And so now Jericho told him that he can't join until he beats him. So MJF versus Chris Jericho one on one. So now on November 7th at full gear. So MJF, if he beats Chris Jericho at if he beats Chris Jericho at full gear, he can join Inner Circle. And MJF said that it's the biggest opportunity of his life. He's telling Jericho he'll do anything to win. And Jericho says, I expect nothing less. And he says, no, 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 Christian, I don't understand. Anything. Anything. And now Santina is starting in on him. Or is that Ortiz? I can't tell him apart. I can't keep up. Anyway, one of the LAX guys is saying that they doesn't want him in to the into the inner circle. So now Sammy and Ortiz will take on MJF and Warlow next week. So Sammy Guevara and Ortiz are going to take on MJF and Warlow next week. And Jericho wants to wrestle. MJF November 7th at full gear. So if MJF can beat Jericho, if MJF can beat Jericho at November 7th inner circle, he will be in the inner circle. Well, I called that match, but that was not the stipulation that I uh, had called. The, the, the stipulation I had assumed toward was the whole, if, if something happens, you know, he'll end up, being, you know, fighting for ownership or leadership of the 
inner circle. But it is what it is. So we're going to get Cody – or not Cody. We're going to get Chris Jericho and MJF at uh, full gear, guys. All right, guys. It's time. We are live at Daly's Place. We got the TNT Championship title on the line. It's Cody, the TNT champion, taking on Orange Cassidy. As freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy has already made his entrance, he's awaiting the arrival of the reigning and defending TNT champion, Cody, who has now stepped out. The, the gates have opened. Cody has stepped out on the stage. He's hopping the crowd up. He's dyed his hair back blonde. We've got the blonde Cody back. The Nightmare family just stepped out with him. Everybody except Brandy, of course. We've got uh, Coach Arn. I got to get me one of them jackets. I'm going to call Cody to see if I can get me one of them jackets. They probably won't put my name on it for me, but they might send me one. But uh, we got Coach Arn with him. We've got uh, QT Marshall with him. And, of course, his brother, the natural, Dustin Rhodes. And we've got a number of different wrestlers around ringside. <clears throat> As this is one of the main event matches of the evening. This is the first main event. And, of course, you hear the voice of Justin Roberts. And I just, I'm not a fan of Justin either. But, you know, it is what it is. It is a lumberjack match for the TNT Championship as he does the introductions and gets everybody squared away. So, freshly squeezed arms. Cassidy. Cassidy. Uh, orange. He's pretty good. I like Cody's tights. Check that out. They look like snakeskin. You see that? Nightmare. Cody. <clears throat> My voice is going out again. Playing games and yelling with kids all day. Orange just threw his jacket on one of the Dark Order guys, and the Dark Order guy like had a fit and stumped the jacket. We're getting ready here. They're they're getting the entrances underway, all that good shit. Give them just a minute as it takes them twenty years to square up on something. So as they are getting ready, I'm doing a little deep dive here on some other stuff. Fixing to check our uh, weather status again, too. I'm losing my voice. For real. <clears throat> now, some of the lumberjacks include Billy Gunn, uh, H2, and all that good stuff. Orange looked like he went for Superman Punch. Miss Cody grabbed him, went for the uh, crossroads. Orange got out. Cody's getting a little upset. Of course, we got Jurassic Express, Will Hobbs, that idiot Marco Stutt, most of the Dark Order. Of course, the, the Nightmare family. Orange wants to do, oh, nope, he went to put his hands in the pockets, faked it, went around. We go behind, come into a side headlock, take over on Cody. He's got Cody down. Cody didn't know what to expect on that one. Cody with a roll up, too. Right back up onto their feet, working their way up. Orange Cassidy going to reverse out. Come around with a go behind him with a side headlock. Take over again. Well, he was going for the hammerlock. 
Stands up for the headlock. Cody tries to lift Orange up. Orange pumping his legs, gets out of it. Another side headlock takeover. Working the headlock here. Classic wrestling right here. You can work a headlock for 20 minutes as long as the crowd likes it. Orange Cassidy. Oh, Cody reversed the headlock. Grabs him with a wrist lock. Backs him into the corner. Working the arm, wrenching away. Backs him into the other corner. Shoots him off. Oh, goes down with it as he shot him off and caused Orange Cassidy to take the front senton into the corner. Somebody, well, one of the Dark Order guys was trying to reach into the ring. Cody kicked at him to back him up. One of the Dark Order guys tried to grab Cody. Cody, Arch Cassidy with a backslide. Cody with a shot to the midsection. Arch Cassidy goes down hard. Cody's stalking his prey. Goes right back to the arm into front face lock. He's got him up for a stalled suplex. Drops him. Cody didn't even take the bump. He let Orange take all that bump. And then Cody going to do some push-ups. He's been a little cocky. Orange says, stay on him, Cody. Cody shoots across the face there with the arm to go for the cover and a two count. Uh, somebody's dressed like a banana out in the uh, crowd there. Cody working that arm again, yanking on it. Working on that elbow and shoulder area. Hooks him for a suplex, and Arge reverses it, picking Cody up. And now Arge has Cody up for the stalling suplex, and he went down with him, driving Cody right into the mat. Now, Cody, Cody going to make the mistake to roll out of the ring. This is a lumberjack match. And, of course, Billy Gunn, badass Billy Gunn, is right there with him. So Cody was safe, you know, protected from dark order. And the best friends go over there and save Orange as well. So you can tell, you can tell that the good guys are saving the good guys, and the bad guys are saving the bad guys. Uh, but you know, the bad guys are all on one side, the good guys are all on the other, and Cody and Orange aren't getting touched by the, uh, the 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 good guys there. Cody grabs the leg with the dragon screw on the rope, and then Orange Cassidy right back up, and a right hand from Cody. And Orange is going to fall out onto the best friends. The best friends catch him. And Billy tells him, throw him back in. They throw him back up. He stands up on the apron, gut, uh, shoulder shot to the gut of Cody. Leaps over, ducks under, steps over. Cody out to the floor. And now, of course, Cody getting right back up as the best friends and them are over there. Uh, Billy Gunn and the best friends are over there trying to save Cody. Oh, look, the best friends caught Cody. Oh, no. Billy tells him to throw him back into the ring, and instead of throwing him back into the ring, they drop Cody on the floor. They drop Cody on the floor. They caught him, but then they just dropped him. Ah, oh, and now Trent taking a cheap shot on Cody. Cheap shot on Cody. Cody turns around, cross body from Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy hits the ropes. Oh, he went for the tornado DDT. Cody counters, grabs Orange, going for the figure four. Oh, no, Orange just kicked Cody through the ropes out onto the floor by the dark order. 
The Dark Order went straight for Cody. Cody rolled back into the ring. Now Orange Cassidy again. Tilt-a-whirl into the Tornado DDT or Tilt-a-whirl DDT for a cover. Didn't even get, barely got a two. I can't believe Tramperetta took a cheap shot on Cody like that. Orange Cassidy was going for what it was looking like a splash. Cody got the knees up. Cody, oh, man, both men with a running clothesline. Cody takes himself and Orange Cassidy over. Now, the best friends are over there. QT Marshall and Dustin are helping up Orange Cassidy. And the best friends are helping up Cody. Okay, so both men, both guys, they did the right thing. They threw the guys back into the ring so the match can continue. Nobody took any cheap shots. We appreciate that effort on both guys' part. As we go to a commercial break, I'm going to mute the TV so y'all don't have to hear the uh, the crying commercial in the background. Uh, major outages and damage across the area right now for the live coverage of uh, of the Louisiana weather. But um, what? What's the funny? No, you're fine. I stutter step and caught myself looking at something else. I was trying to get to where I needed to be. Trying to check this weather situation out again. But uh, the match is still going on in picture and picture, of course, but it's not as much fun to watch without the sound, of course. But you can't hear them calling it. So as the the live coverage is continuing over this hurricane right now, guys, this is a, a real situation for us. But We, uh, we got Cody with the upper hand throughout the most of the commercial as he's been dominating on Orange. Orange got a few offensive moves in. But uh, Cody is working over that, that leg of Orange. He's got the bad knee anyway from a previous injury. But he is working that over. He's got him in a half Boston Crab. You can hear the phone talking in the background. I do apologize as I'm trying to stay up to date with our weather situation as well as this. Uh, they were talking about a number of power outages in our area. Luckily for us, fortunately, we've been blessed so far that we've maintained our power. They're still showing footage of, of most of the other places that are under, you know, a lot of the, the Hurricane Zeta issues. But Cody is maintaining the upper hand here. I'm trying not to talk too much about the weather. Cody is maintaining the upper hand as he dove off the top on the orange cover. Two count only. I do apologize for getting sidetracked, guys. Cody trying to figure out what it's going to take to put Orange Cassidy away. He goes for a bear hug. Orange Cassidy making his way up onto his feet as Cody's got him in the uh, bear hug from behind. Oh, Orange Cassidy with them back elbows. Orange Cassidy shot into the ropes, grabs a hold. Cody up and over. Dark Order moved out of the way. Cody, Cody crashed and burned on the floor. Now the dark, dark Order stomping away on him as everybody's trying to move around. It's confusing to call it because it's not just the Dark Order, but Cody was out there getting stomped. And Orange Cassidy made the save, respectfully made the save. And then, of course, now they're going to attack uh, Orange Cassidy after he just backdropped one of the, uh, the Dark Order guys. And then here comes Billy, the best friends, Will Hobbs, and a number of others to make the save. 
Uh, I, I'm hoping that Fox 8 Local First has not lost power. I, I've lost my, my, my connection to them. Hoping they have not lost power. I'm going to see if I can get a message into David. But uh, Cody and, and Orange Cassidy. Oh, Cody just suplex, superplex. Orange Cassidy off the top rope out onto the floor. A huge superplex out onto the whole pile. Billy got out of the way. Billy was smart. He went over and was fighting with somebody to the side. Uh, back in the ring now, Cody got a cover on Orange. Uh, two count only. Still not getting any response from the app or anything else. Cody Cutter off the second rope with a springboard on Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is down. Cody goes for the cover. Two count only. Orange Cassidy fired on Cody. Cody comes in with a running lariat, turning Orange Cassidy inside out there on that. Can't even get a location on the storm right now. Oh, man, the DDT from Orange Cassidy as he kips back up, grabs Cody by the head, gets him up, grabs him. Oh, drops him with that, like, Herterberger. Two count only as Orange Cassidy manages to get Cody down fairly quickly. Cody kicks out at two. Orange is fired up. Orange Cassidy trying to get the crowd behind him. Now the Dark Order in the ring, and one of the Dark Order members just kicked. Oh, man. That silver idiot just punt kicked Orange in the face. Cody grabs him, throws him out. Grabs Orange, hits him with a crossroads. That looks rough. One, two. Man, I don't think he knows that Silver got involved and kicked Orange like that. If he did, I don't think he'd let it happen. And now it's an all-out brawl, or as JR used to call it, a slobber knocker. He called it a bar fight just now. But everybody that was outside the ring is inside the ring fighting. And I think Cody and Orange are the only two that had sense enough to get out of the ring. Cody grabs his belt. He's gone. Uh, Orange gone. Billy's the only one left in the ring. Darby Allen upstairs watching. One of the Dark Waters guys coming after Billy and his son, and they're taking him, taking him to town. This is a, this is a screw job, is my opinion. I, I, no offense to Cody, but Cody was trying to do his best, and, and Dark Order getting involved. Cody 
I don't think is extremely happy with the victory. Darby is standing or setting up in the, the rafters, kind of like Sting used to, watching over the match. But it'll be Darby Allen versus Cody, of course, at uh, full gear. And that was the that was the first main event of the evening right there. Cody in the TNT Championship against Orange Cassidy. And, I, and still, again, not happy with the way he picked up the victory because Dark Order getting involved. So we'll see what what escalates from this situation and where we go for the rest of the evening tonight. So, guys, we come back and uh, – oh, wow. We watched uh, the NWA, the new NWA Women's World Champion, Serena Deb, defend against a new up-and-comer in AEW and get the victory. I didn't catch her name. I do apologize. And then we watched uh, Sean Spears, who we haven't seen on Dynamite in a while, come out with Mr. Tully Blanchard and make his uh, presence felt as he picked up a victory, very aggressive victory, with like a Death Valley driver delivered quick and overmatch to a, another up-and-comer that's with AEW that we didn't catch the name of. And he picked up the victory within seconds. And then was getting heckled by a bull, somebody in a bull costume in the crowd. He yanked him in. He went to get the loaded thing from Tully. Turned around. It was Scorpio Sky. Scorpio hit him with the injection drop or whatever it's called. And, uh, you know, that that is it. And now now it's been a signed, a signed deal that Nyla Rose said she would not compete until she got her women's title shot. So at full gear, we're going to get Nyla Rose taking on Sheeta for the AEW Women's Championship. Of course, we're going to get Matt Hardy taking on Sammy in the Elite Deletion. And then we have the TNT Championship match, Cody and Darby Allen. And my wife apparently found Shane Baszler's workout video with her loud-ass music blaring in the background. And then we've got uh, Jericho and MJF. Winner gets in. Or if he wins, he gets in. Orange Cassidy will take on John number four silver in the buy-in at AEW. Full gear. And uh, next week, of course, Jericho's going to be on commentary. We we have a lot of people joining commentary for some reason. As Ortiz and Sammy Guevara, it was Ortiz that was talking earlier, we will take on MJF and Warlow. Uh, next week, Murrow will take on Trent. So there we go. And next week, we will get Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard taking on Scorpio Sky, as well as Cody and the Gun Club. Look at there. Next week, Cody, Billy, and Austin, the Gun Club, a former guest on this show, Mr. Austin Gunn. They will take on the uh, Dark Order and Coke Cabana. And next week, a face-to-face -face between John Moxley and Eddie Kingston who are going to go one-on-one -on -one at full gear in an I-quit match for the AEW World Championship. And up next, ladies and gentlemen, we have Kenny Omega taking on Penta in the semifinals of the World Championship Elimination Tournament. The winner will go on to take on the man I predicted who would be there, little Mr. Adam Hangman Page. We're getting ready for it right now, guys. So, guys, Kenny Omega, who is the new AAA World Champion for Lucha Championship Wrestling down in Mexico, just beat Penta to go on to take on, of course, like I predicted from the get-go, it came down to Kenny, the cleaner Omega, and Adam Hangman Page in the finals of the tournament to see who the number one contender is. 
for either Eddie Kingston or John Moxley's AEW championship at the end of all this. Um, with that said, that was the main event. It was a, a great match. Kenny and, and Penta went back and forth several times, had some really good, you know, moments in the match throughout the whole show. Pretty good show overall. Um, my heart's only been half in it tonight as we've been dealing with, um, Hurricane Zeta here in the southeastern Louisiana area. We want to thank everybody who has watched the lives I've done as well as sent thoughts and prayers, called and checked on us and things like that. But uh, Hurricane Zeta has started to move out of our area. Uh, David Bernard is now on TV. We do know that there has been one fatality from Hurricane Zeta at this point. It wasn't an execution. Um, due to a down power line, we do not know who would release the name if I did. But thoughts and prayers go out to the family of the gentleman or, or lady who, you know, had this this incident occur. We're we're praying that that's the only fatality of the entire event. But uh, most of it is subsiding. We we got out of it a lot quicker than we thought we would. We were told that. Uh, most of the storm would not be away from our area until 10 o'clock or, or as far as midnight tonight. But um, she looks to be moving toward Hattiesburg area and up. So if we have anybody listening in Mississippi and Alabama areas, if you hear this, please take cover because it has caused some massive storm surge. Um, there were reported at, at one point, I believe, a 50-foot wave coming on to shore at, at points in time. And I've seen footage from some oil rigs of some massive waves, as well as my sister's been sending me footage. And there's reported flooding that's been greater than several other hurricanes in this area. Um, so guys, just make sure if, if, if this storm's coming your way until it, until it drops down below, you know, where it needs to take shelter and, and be prepared. But, uh, if my podcast today hadn't been that great and that wrestling oriented, I am sorry. It's it, it's been a it's been a day for us. We we family rode out their first hurricane as a, as a as a family here. The kids did great. They didn't overreact. Nobody cried. Nobody panicked over the storm. They uh, they knew it was coming. Uh, Mom did a great job of pulling everybody together to keep the kids' mind off of it. She put together some Halloween games. We did ring toss. We did uh, I what was it I pong or whatever. Um, did sack races. I don't know what all mom playing, but mom mom put on a great. We did all kinds of stuff. She put on a great little Halloween day. We mixed up witch's brew, the ice cream, and the, the lemonade and the sprite and all that good stuff. And the kids had a blast. They got to do their own little fall festival day here at the house with me and mama today. And, she uh Val went above and beyond today, guys. She really did. She's uh she gets mom of the year award again this year. Right? She uh she's really done a great job today keeping the kids distracted and, and helping out around here with my my schoolwork, keeping me distracted and trying to keep me on track is uh today has been a, an interesting day. I, I had class first thing this morning. I was sitting in class kind of watching the news and I had just got out of my math class, and they canceled the rest of the afternoon's classes. They shut the college down at 1230 to prepare for this storm. Um, so we got a cold front moving in. It's 
they're looking at 50 degrees in Dallas, Texas. No, 43 degrees. I'm sorry, 43 degrees in Dallas, Texas, and 50 in Houston. So the cold front's moving our way next. So we're going to get some cooler weather here in our area in southeastern Louisiana and uh, just pray that everything is good. Hopefully this is the last hurricane of hurricane season. Hurricane season's not over, but uh, AEW was a top-notch show tonight. Awesome, awesome showing from Kenny and Hangman. They will go on to compete against each other in the finals at full gear. Full gear is going to be a stacked card, guys. We've got Jericho versus MJF. We got Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Hopefully there's no casualties in the Matt Hardy-Sammy Guevara match again. We will have John Moxley taking on uh, Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. Sheeta taking on Nyla for the women's title. FTR taking on the Bucks for the uh, tag titles. I'm trying not to miss anybody. I know Orange is taking on Four or Silver or whatever his name is in the Dark Order at the buy-in. Cody is going to be taking on Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. So there's a number of great matches to get you guys to go buy Full Gear and watch Full Gear on pay-per-view on November 7th. Full Gear is a stacked card. It's going to be a huge event. Looking forward to checking it out myself. Probably going to have some friends over. And uh, definitely, uh, definitely will be podcasting over it, of course, because it is full gear and it is an AEW event. Uh, but looking forward to it. But uh, I'm going to get off here as they they're talking about the the fatality and and things like that. And, and I just it, it's it's a mess. There are you know things like this happen, guys. It's a hurricane, so. We hope that uh, most of our, you know, everybody in this area is safe. We don't want anybody out in this. We hope everything's okay. But much love to our southeastern Louisiana area. We know you guys are taking a beating tonight. Uh, and we hope everything works out where everybody makes it safe. And we hope they can get the power back on to those 80-something thousand people that are without power right now. Luckily for us, we were blessed to live in an area where we didn't get near as much as what we thought we got quite a bit more than what we thought we would we didn't get near as what we thought we would so we're we're blessed that our power has not gone out yet but anyway uh just much love and, and appreciation to everybody that has sent thought prayers and well wishes and uh, just keep praying for southeast louisiana and all of louisiana as uh southwest louisiana has been torn up by two hurricanes this year Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you want to click the support button, you're always welcome to support the, the podcast and help us and uh, things like that. If anybody has any requests or questions, ccwarrestling at yahoo.com or send them to the Facebook page and we'll get on them, guys. We appreciate it.